The Word in the World. You're listening to The Word in the World podcast, a resource to help make the world around you make sense. Let's zone in and share with each other our knowledge, encouragement, wisdom, and understanding. This is The Word in the World. Welcome back to the Word in the World podcast, where we bring you topics, talk, and truth. Everything from the news to the New Testament. So welcome back, guys, to another episode. Yes. This is actually the first episode of a series that we're getting ready to do. Yeah. A series about freedom. Yes, indeed. Yeah, and this kind of rides on the heels of the episode that we did with Victor Bell um, about three episodes back. Mm -hmm. Jay and I started talking about this. The theme is freedom in Christ. Yeah. So you're probably wondering how this connects to the Victor Bell episode. So in the end, if you haven't heard of Victor Bell episode, you got to check it out. Yeah. This guy overcame a whole lot. But the what led to this series is the end of the episode where he started kind of like narrating through this battle he was having, mm, you know, yeah. with like a lifestyle he wanted to give up. You know, but felt like he couldn't give up. Yeah. Right. And so that led us, you know, like Jason and I to discussing like things that we wanted, you know, like us remembering that part of our lives where like we wanted to give something up. Mm. But there's that struggle there, you know, of giving it up. Right. And so that led us to talking about freedom in Christ. Yeah. Right. And so what we wanted to do was put together a series and have some different people on to talk about some different things um, that we need freedom from Yeah, that we might not necessarily recognize that we need freedom from. Right. And just give you guys exposure to people who, I guess, understand the freedom in Christ and the power of what Christ can do and free you from. Yeah. Yeah. And so even, even this episode here, is like an introduction to what we're really talking about. Yeah. Right. So the purpose of this episode is to give you a, a introduction, a foundation to understanding what the Bible means. Or yeah. What, what people mean when they say, you know, whom the son has set free is free indeed. Right. You know, or there's freedom. There's true freedom in Christ Jesus. Right. You know, and so by the end of this episode, you, you'll know exactly what that means and... Then we're going to bring some other really interesting people on to just expand on that. Yeah. So, I mean, when we obviously, right, if if we're saying that there is freedom in Christ and we're not just saying that that's in the word. Marcus just quoted the scripture that says, you know, whom the son sets free is free indeed. And, you know, Jesus is, is, has told us that the truth will set us free. Um, what are we slaves of? If we if if there's this freedom that we have access to, the the obvious and rational, you know, logical way of thinking would lead us to say, well, we must be slaves of something. We must be slaves. Right. Yeah. If we need freedom. Right. So what is it that we're uh, slaves in? So that's the thing. Like we could be slaves to a lot of stuff and not realize it at all. Yeah. Like something as simple as like wanting to please people. Wow. Right. Like if you are concerned with like the impression that people have of you, um, whether or not they think you're cool, whether mm. or not they think you, you know, have money or are successful, like that kind of stuff. You can become a slave 
to something as simple as that. Yeah. Right. And I mean, like there are plenty of things on the spectrum. Like there are other things. You could be a slave to fear. Yeah. Right. I was telling Jay before we even started recording tonight that like I found myself being a slave, you know, to fear. And I don't mean like horror film fear. Mm -hmm. I mean like fear of, you know, like not being able to like provide for my family. Yeah. Right. Like I remember sitting at my job one day. It's like eight o'clock at night. I'm still there. I'm like an hour away from home. And I seriously questioned, like, like why am I here right now? Mm-hmm. I am only here right now, you know, away from my family, my, my wife and my kids, because I have a fear that I'm not going to be able to provide for my family. So I'm working all these ridiculously long hours away from everything that I love, mm, yeah. you know, out of fear. Yeah. You know, it wasn't. I mean, of course, we got to provide for our families, right? But at that point in time, I mean, like, I could have I could have provided for my family, but I was just, I was in such fear that a bill wouldn't be paid. I wasn't going to be able to put food on the table, like, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you know? But fear was driving me. I was a slave to fear, and wow. I kept finding myself in a place I did not want to be because of fear. Right. And what you're going to see is in this, in this, we're going to rattle some things off, but like yeah. all of these things are sin or symptoms of sin. They're, they're mm. part of our sinful nature, right? So even right. fear, you know, it's like, why is fear a sin? And it's like, you're doubting yes. God, yeah. you know? And it's like, you see him in scripture, you know, he told Joshua, be strong and courageous, yeah. be strong and courageous when he's taking over, you know, and leading the Israelites. It's like, because that fear and that doubt, it's like, if, if you're not believing in me, who are you believing in? Right. You know? Right. And this is kind of like what we're going to be getting at. It's like this these, this opposing uh, leadership, if you will, huh. between God and Satan. You know? But it's like, uh, you, could, you could be a slave to, like, lying, you know? Mm. You you hear people say like a, a lot of times like you know if you lie so much you'll get caught up in your lies and then you know it's just a snowball and you you, you won't remember your lies and all of that stuff and yeah. like I can't imagine what that's like but there are people who and I, I mean I've had family members um, I'll just say my father just to not make it vague my father was a slave to lying wow. you know and um, it just led him to this. A life of like you know deception and all that type of stuff but like i i was able to really witness this that he was a slave to it and what i mean is like he could not not lie yeah even in moments where he was trying to like tell me the truth about certain things his lying nature would just snap back wow you know yeah yeah and it was like i was like wow this is like a stronghold that that is over this dude you know but he, he was literally a slave to it. Like I, it was so vivid to me in, in these moments talking to him about certain things uh-huh. and where I was like, wow, like he, ha- he, he has no power over telling lies. Something Man. simple like that. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. What's something What's else? Something I just thought of. Yeah. It sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. But guilt, that's hmm. what, that's the word I'm looking for. Okay. It makes me think of like, I've seen situations where like somebody is messed up. Yeah. Right. Like you messed up, you made a mistake and that person feels indebted to another person. Okay. Right. And so that person that they, you know, did something wrong to will hold it over them. Keep reminding them of like, oh, you did this and you did that and you did this and you did that. 
that person has now become a slave to that guilt. Yeah. You see? So it's like, it's a lot of like... And even uh-huh. if if the accuser, like what you're talking about, it just re- reminds me of how Satan is the accuser. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like sometimes it doesn't even take another person to do that. It could be yes. Satan. It could be yourself. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You, you doing that. Yourself. And then now Satan's you're just. influence, of course. Yeah, yeah. He's influencing you. But now, like, you know, you're overcompensating. You're buying people gifts and you're going all out your way to, wow. you know, like, yeah. right your wrongs. And it's like, hold up, dude. Like. I'm, we're good, yeah. you know, like, but you're a, literally a slave to a that slave. guilt. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, we're bringing up the things that are, like, more subtle. You got mm. the more obvious things, right? Like, you could be a slave to your flesh, you know? Yeah. You could just be, like, somebody who can't stop eating, you know? Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> I had a period of my life where I couldn't go to bed without eating a bowl of cereal. Right. You know? Uh, stuff like that. Or well, drinking know? to get, drinking, like, you know. yeah, you get some more drug like, addicts. Serious and, things. Right. Alcoholism, drug addiction. Yeah. Those types of things. Sexual things, you know, sexual immorality. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I literally remember talking to a group of my friends at, like, you know, 16, 17 years old and guys being like, yo, I can't start the day unless I masturbate in the morning. Right. You know, or I don't even want to talk about it like somebody else said it, but, like, at at one point in my life, you know, like, I was so hooked on just, like, sex, period, to Uh where, like, if the girl that I was with or dating or, you know, fooling around with would not... Give me whatever I wanted, you know, I would have an attitude Mm. for that day. You know what I mean? I would be highly upset. I probably wouldn't even talk to her, you know, until something went down. You know, but I was enslaved to that lust, to that sexual desire. Wow. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, those are the more obvious things. But Mm -hmm. I guess the point in, you know, having this type of introduction to the show is like just to show you like there are there are subtle things that we never think about. Yeah. And there are more obvious things, you know, that that we all, you know, kind of deal with. Things that are destructive in a way where everybody realizes, you know. Yeah. Okay, you're this is ruining your life, you know. Yeah, that's but better, there are that's other things that we may f- be in bondage to that it may be a little bit more subtle and it may just be a psychological thing, you know. But I guess now, like, the question would be okay, how do we become slaves of these things? Like, because you're not gonna just sit up here and tell me, okay, like you were slave to this, like, all right, how did, how did this even happen? Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I like that question because now we're digging Mm -hmm. into something a little bit deeper. Mm -hmm. The best way to explain this for real Mm -hmm. is like to really look at just man, just in general. Like we have a set of just like desires that that God has given us, right? So, you know, like we all have, you know, if you really think about it, like we all have a desire for some basic things. Yeah. Protection. Mm. Uh, friendship or you know like just good relationships yeah power power yeah peace right you know knowledge pleasure is definitely one comfort yeah comfort we want attention Mm. you know we want all of these things these are not you know love yeah there's nothing wrong with wanting these things right here's where the problem comes into play okay it's how do we get these things Mm. right because there's two different paths to achieving these things. Yes. Like, let's just take power, for instance. Yeah. Right? And there's power in Christ. Or when we talk about power, we're really talking about the ability to affect 
our circumstances, have yeah. have some kind of measure of control over our circumstances, yeah. be able to, you know, have the cards fall in our favor. Yeah. I guess that's the best way to put it. Yeah. But there's the power in Christ, mm-hmm. which is one road, the godly way. And mm-hmm. then there's like an ungodly way to have power also. Yep. You know, and so people seek power in ungodly ways, you know, through different means. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some Some people might say, well, okay, witchcraft does it. Mm. You know, some people might say, okay, well, if I join a certain fraternity or group of people, the Masonic order, Mm. you know, that does it. You know, some people may say, well, I can, I can, uh, I can use some crystals to keep me healthy. Yeah. You know, like I want, I want power over my health. Right. You know, I I want to control that situation. So let me use some crystals and rocks and wear this bracelet and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I can control people. Mm. You know what I mean? By by just being like manipulative. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that. So crafty. Crafty. Yeah. Mm. Or sneaky. Right. That's that's just one thing, you know, that we desire. If we go into something like peace. Yeah. Right. Like you desire peace where there's a godly path to peace yep. right understanding that christ is you know the prince of peace and mm-hmm. god is referred to as the god of peace and, and he says my peace i give to you my peace i give unto you mm. yeah not and then he says what not like the world gives it to you yes sir right even paul refers to the kingdom of god as the kingdom of peace yeah you know what i'm saying so there's peace that is found in christ jesus this godly path to peace and then there is this ungodly path to peace yeah which might look like Drugs yeah. for some people. You might you smoke know? weed. Crystals for mm-hmm. some people. It might look like yoga. It might look like yoga. Or other look- spiritual practices. Other it might look like other religions, yeah, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like it's not that wanting peace or power or protection or knowledge or pleasure or any of these things is wrong. Right. It's the path that we take to get to these things that could get us in trouble. That's how we become slaves to certain things, right? Because if we believe that, you know, drugs are the only way to have that peace of mind, Mm -hmm. well, now we've submitted ourselves to drugs, right? Right. And we were just talking about this scripture earlier. You brought it up. You were saying that we are slaves to the things which we obey or mm-hmm. submit ourselves to, mm-hmm. right? So the second I say, oh, well, drugs, man, or I got, you know, if I drink, you know, that's how I deal with my week or that's how I deal with my wife. That's how I deal with my situation at home or yeah. whatever I got. That's how I deal with it. That's my source. Then mm. at the same time, what I'm really saying is, yeah, I'm, that's my master. Right. I'll, I'll submit myself right. willingly. I'll willingly submit myself to that. Yep. And now I'm a slave of it. Mm. not even realizing and yeah. that's that's what alcoholism really is yeah you know at the at the core that's what alcoholism really is you have a, a slave of alcohol my god you know yeah i feel like there's so much to this it's going to really be hard to talk about everything in great detail yeah. but once you see like the pattern mm-hmm. of it played out you know then you know, like we, we can only give a few examples, but once you recognize the pattern, you'll start to see this whole master-slave setup. Wow, yeah. That we become freed from in Christ, and we haven't started mm. to talk about that yet. Right, all right. So the next question, I guess, because again, we're talking about the ways of God or, or following God or 
following Satan, right? Yeah. And it's like, why is Satan so interested in enslaving us to do these different things, right? Yeah. All of these things are good in nature, right? Wanting wanting power, wanting protection, wanting, you know, brotherhood and money and um, peace and knowledge and spiritual wisdom and you wanting pleasure and all these things are good. But it's like Satan, Satan has awareness of these things. He knows we want them and he can present to us that he knows how to give them to us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's like, why is he interested in enslaving us to these things his way? It's almost like God said, all right, look, I want my kids to have all this stuff. Yeah. I want them to have power, protection, friendship, peace, knowledge, pleasure. Yeah. I want them to have all these things. And then the enemy understood that. And he says, I know all the things you have in store for your children, mm-hmm. but I can give it to them. Mm. instead right and if if i can give it to them they'll serve me yeah instead but here's the thing the enemy knows that he can't really provide us with real peace Mm. with real protection with real like knowledge with real wisdom with real pleasure he can't provide these things for real it's just a lie you know from him the, the presentation of these things is only a lie so he baits you along, oh, you'll have power, you'll have protection, you'll have, you know, friends, you'll have money, you'll have, you'll have peace, you'll have all these things. He baits us along with it. Yeah. Knowing that it's a lie all along. But along the way, as we're on our way to these quote unquote things that he has for us, he's creating all these bondages. He's creating all these chains. Yeah. But the question becomes like, why does he create the bondages, right? And the truth is, eventually you're going to figure it out. You're going to figure out that something is not good for you, that something is actually bad for you, or it's ruining your life, or it's causing all these problems and issues. But by the time you do that, you're already hooked to something. You're already in bondage. He's already got you, you know? So drinking or drugs for some person may promise peace, but by the end of it, there's just an addiction, you know? Yeah. So it's like we never got the peace. You know, we never got to really mellow out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it never provided that chill that we were looking for. Mm-hmm. But yet it did create an addiction. Yeah. Right. So like there's always this kind of catch with him. Yeah. It's always deception. I mean, you know, Jesus said he's the father of lies. You know, there's always mm. this wow. cost, this destructive cost to the allure. Like he, he strings you along and it's it's like corruption hidden under you know the 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 cool shiny stuff that yeah. that he's presenting you with yeah. but it reminds me a lot mm. of like that that metaphor or it's not even a metaphor it's this like really interesting depiction of like the sun and the moon that like Marcus explained to me a long time ago where you know the sun is this true i'll just i'll just go go all right <laughs> The sun, oh the God. sun is like this true wow, light, you know, and the moon. I'm, and I'm talking literally. We're talking literally now. Like the the sun is light, and the moon 
it appears to be light, right? But it's just reflecting the sun. Like right. when we look at, and I didn't know this honestly until like I, I actually took like a uh, what's that astronomy? A, I took an astronomy class oh, in wow. in college, and wow. I was like, oh, I didn't know. Like I thought the moon produced light, but like huh. when we look at the moon, we're just seeing the sun shine light onto the moon. So imagine, yeah. right? If you went to the moon right and you went on this journey like i'm going to find i'm going to that light i want to find the light on the moon right and then you get to the moon and you realize like oh it's like it's dark up here and there is no real light i can look at the sun and i see light but i'm now stuck on the moon and i gotta get all the way back to the sun yeah you know And that's kind of like what he wants you to do. Like, he's like, yeah, come over here. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. Because once you get here, now look where you at. You're all the way over here on the other side. (laughs) And yeah, now now I got you. Everything you were looking for. Yeah. Everything you were looking for is not there. It is not here. There is no light here. It is no light in him. (laughs) That's powerful. That's interesting, man. You think God did that with the the sun and the moon just to show us kind of like what's going on here? I think so. You think so, right? I think so. If you look at the sun, like the sun is necessary to produce and sustain all life mm. on this planet. Yeah. Some people Jeez. just say, oh, okay, it's just the light. But it's necessary for all life on this planet. Yeah. And you look at the moon and it's still a light. Yeah. You know? But has no ability whatsoever mm. to produce or sustain life. Wow. At all. Yeah. Right? Still a light though. Yeah. You know? And so this this whole <laughs> revelation yeah. came from me just looking at Genesis chapter one one day where it said, you know, I think it was the fourth day. I don't want to guess wrong on the days, yeah. but one of the days it said that he made two lights in the sky. Mm. He created the sun to rule over the day and he created the moon to rule over the night. Mm. And what really stuck out to me is like the use of this word rule. Yeah. I'm like, why are you saying rule? Why why the word rule? Yeah. Why? And I started just asking him, like, can you help me understand mm-hmm. why rule? And he was like, I'm talking about two gods that people will serve. Two gods. One will produce and sustain life, and the other will appear to do so, but have no power to do it. My God. Yeah. One will only be a reflection, a false reflection of the true light of the other. Yeah. I say, wow, that's what we're talking about. That's what we're dealing with here. <laughs> that's yeah. what we're talking about. That's what we're dealing with. Yeah. So that, I think, kind of will help us understand that because, you know, I think people will go like, I'm not I'm not a slave. What you mean I'm a yeah. slave? You know, like I'm free. I'm, I'm fr- my mind feels free and, you know, I do what I want and this, that and the other, especially from an american standpoint right Right. we got we got rights and we we got freedom of speech and this and that and this like we probably are the most quote unquote free nation in the world right i'm glad you made that point you know but spiritually that's it we are not all free right 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 and so how do do we know that though how do we know like how do how do we say Mm. that we are spiritually not free like, right. What does spiritual bondage look like? Right. Right. I think it's like if we look at what spiritual fruit is, I think mm. it paints a clear picture of like how we're supposed to be. Mm. So if we look at Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, it's NIV, it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, 
which forbearance is like long suffering, mm-hmm. kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self control. Control. Wow. And so these are fruit of the spirit. Mm-hmm. These are spiritual things. Yeah. Right. And so when you see somebody who is in like spiritual bondage, right, you see the lack of these things. Right. Right. So you see somebody who doesn't have peace ever, mm. you know, like no matter what, it's like ain't nothing wrong. You still ain't got peace. Mm-hmm. You know, people who never have joy, mm-hmm. they're in spiritual bondage. You know, people who aren't able to suffer through anything, mm-hmm. you know, have have absolutely no patience. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No patience whatsoever. Um, people who lack self-control. I'm not going to go through all nine, but yeah. like somebody who lacks self-control, mm-hmm. they're in bondage to something. Like yes. I keep going back to alcoholism because it's, it's a clear picture of what we're talking about. Yeah. But it's like the person who's an alcoholic has no ability to control themselves when alcohol is around. Right. Right. So their, their spiritual state mm-hmm. is, is not what it ought to be. And you might even ask the question, like, how do we relate the two? How do we relate alcoholism or any lack of self-control to some bad spiritual state but if we think about it adam in his ideal spiritual state in the beginning was given dominion over everything but with the issue of alcoholism or again any issue where there's a lack of self-control you have something else having dominion over the man they're a slave you know but I love how you made the distinction between our physical state right. and our spiritual state. Yep. Because physically, that alcoholic is still free. Mm-hmm. Person, he can still move about however he wants to. He has the right to drink. You know, if he's over 21, no, there's no law against what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He's perfectly fine. He's not driving anywhere. He's fine. But spiritually, he's in bondage. Yes, sir. Complete bondage. Wow. You know, so it's it's. Ooh, it's necessary. It's necessary yeah. to explain it that way. I'm glad you. I'm really glad you brought that up. Yeah. So I like I like how you said that. Like, so freedom is like the absence of bondage. It's the absence of like any hindrances in your life, right? Mm. Uh, you said it's the ab- You said it's the absence of undesired influence. What do you mean by that? So the key word is undesired, mm. right? And Paul talked about this. In Romans chapter 7, verses 15 through 20. And, you know, it's it's the scripture that we've all kind of like heard in church where Paul is like, that which I don't want to do, I do. And that which I do, I don't want to do. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. But let me read read it. Um, Chapter 7, verses 15 through 20 says, Paul saying, I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I don't do. But what I hate, that's what I do. And if I do what I don't want to do, I agree that the law is good. As it is, it is no longer I myself who is doing it, but it is sin living in me. And so he's basically saying, like, I'm not in control. Mm. Like, there's sin living in me causing me to do things that I don't want to do. Yeah. Right? And so, when he keeps going, he says, in verse 19, he says, For I do not the good that I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do, this I keep on doing. Yeah. 
right? So I'm, I'm un. It's like look at look at that bond. It just like you think about somebody who's incarcerated, somebody who's in jail. Mm-hmm. Everything they they want to do, they truly want to do, mm-hmm. they can't. Wow. Right, but everything that something else or somebody else wants them to do is what they have to do. <laughs> Paul is likening like his sin nature almost to like this imprisonment. Yeah. Where it's like I can't even I can't even be free. Yeah. You know? I wow. can't even be free. I want I want to do good stuff, but this sin nature that I'm subject to, mm-hmm. it's causing me to do things that I hate doing man like something that just jumps out to me right now mm-hmm. is like like the whole masturbation thing mm-hmm. prior to doing it i'll be like yo like about to do this mm-hmm. you know <laughs> <laughs> and forgive me like i'm not trying to be inappropriate i'm not trying to be you know mm-hmm. but i'm just i'm just i'm being honest yeah right anybody who's been there and ever has dealt with this they know exactly what i'm talking about but it's like you have this mentality like I'm about to do this. Like, this is the only thing. I'm having trouble thinking about anything else. I got to do this right now. Uh But then after you would do it, there was like this kind of shame Mm. that would rush in. Yeah. Right? I know exactly what you mean. Like, what am I doing? Yep. Like, why am I doing this? Yep. What what caused me to do this? You know? And I know it's not something I want to do because if I wanted to do it, I wouldn't feel this shame afterwards. Something else was in control. Yes. The sin nature had us in a bondage. You know what I mean? To where we couldn't even mm. recognize, you know, yes. could, like it was such a bondage that you couldn't even recognize its power. When over it was you. happening. Yeah. yeah. That you is, know? that is, that is it. That's it. That is it right there. That's it. And yep. so it's like, you think about like people who, you know, can't stop cheating on their husbands or their wives. Mm-hmm. They're in bondage to something. Yeah. You know, people who can't stop lying. They're in bondage to something. Yeah. It's like in the moment it's, you know, it, it seems like a good idea. It yeah. feels good. It feels right mm-hmm. in the moment. It feels right. Yeah. But then after it's done, there's a shame. Mm. And sometimes what we do is we work to get rid of the shame, you know, so that so that we feel better about it. Yeah. But but you're still not free. Yeah. It's like you're being it's like you go you go back to that imprisonment. It's like you saying, you know what? I like this jail. Mm. They treat me real good here. Let me get comfortable in here. I could I could ride this out. Yeah. I could do this. Mm. That's that's what we're doing when we try to become comfortable in sin. Yeah. When we try to become comfortable after, you know, shame and guilt mm-hmm. or conviction, I guess is the better word to use with this. Yeah. But I guess what we're saying now is that um in Christ there is an absence of that undesired influence that that you're freed from that in Christ. You yeah. no longer have that chain attached to you where that undesired influence you want and can just come in at any time and, and overtake you. Right. And now you're you're acting upon it, you know, because the scripture says that it is our desires that once they're fully grown, that they burst sin and then sin fully grown or come to completion, some versions say, um, results in death, right? Wow. So yeah. it's like we may have those desires because of our sin nature, but the freedom in Christ that he gives you is this power now that that undesired influence, you will not act on it and it will not overtake you and you will it will not lead to sin. 
Mm. Right? Yeah. So, like, the whole idea of the freedom in Christ is freedom over sin, essentially. That's it. You know? That's it. Um, But it's also these other things, right? It's it's like freedom from curses. Mm-hmm. Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, all right. That's too much. There? All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we stay there about uh, the ability to rule over sin? Yeah, yeah. Woo. Yes, sir. Because I think that that's something that today's... I'm, I'm speaking from personal experience. I'm thinking that's something that today's Christian does not fully comprehend. Yeah. Right? And I think the reason is because we hear we hear people say things to us. Hmm. Like, as long as you're in this flesh, you're going to sin. Ooh. Okay. And, now, and, and with a statement as simple as that, we've nullified the work of Christ. Right. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, I know he came to die so that you know, we could have, you know, power over sin and all that kind of stuff. Right. But I'm in his flesh still. So it is what it is. And, mm. you know, I'm going to lie. I'm going to cheat. I'm going to steal. I'm going to I'm going to do these things because yeah. I have no choice. I'm in the so flesh. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we kind of like we are we are weakening his work mm. when we do that. Yeah. You know, and so I kind of wanted to stay there for a second and just like throw some scripture on it. So as you can see, like, no, this is what the word is talking about. This is what the word has done for us. This is yes. what Christ has died for, right? And I, there's there's a scripture that is that is, is just not coming to me right now. Yeah. It says that Christ came to destroy the works of the devil, mm. right? So this bondage to sin mm-hmm. is the work of the devil. Yep. And if Christ destroyed it, mm. then why are we still slaves to it? Yeah. Right? I remember this analogy and you talked about it earlier, but like, who was it? There was uh, Miles Monroe who talked about the Emancipation Proclamation. Mm -hmm. And he said that what was interesting about that particular time is that these people had been enslaved for hundreds of years. Yeah. Somebody comes along and tells them you're free. Yeah. But it's like they didn't believe that they were truly free. Right. So a a lot of the slaves stayed on the plantations yeah oh that's what they were comfortable that's what you know what i'm saying yeah it's like it had been proclaimed to them that they had been emancipated yet they did not believe that they were truly free mm-hmm. right so they stayed where they were comfortable mm-hmm. they didn't know how to function outside of that bondage yeah you know and you were talking about it earlier it's like like you have to believe that you are free from it that you actually have the power like you have to believe that christ died for the works of the enemy to be destroyed. Yeah. If you, you don't believe, believe that. It. You have to believe it. Right? And we talk about this all the time. Like, what is? what do we mean when we say you have to believe something? Mm-hmm. Right? If you truly believe, like, whatever you truly believe determines how you're going to act. Yep. Right? So, I can't, I can't sit here and be like, I believe Christ can free me from anything. Mm-hmm. But then I'm still in bondage to things I don't want to be in bondage to. Yeah. Now I'm conflicted. Yeah. I have a contradiction on my hands. Yeah. If you're still scared to, you know, leave a certain group of friends, right? Yeah. Or if you're still scared of the opinions of the world, or if you're still scared of uh, the measures of success or failure of of the world, right? right? And you feel like you need to make this amount of money or you need to drive this car because people will think this. It's like you don't get it yet. Right. You're, you're not free 
from these things yet if mm. if you're still allowing the world to dictate you know these types of things to you it's it's mm-hmm. it's true freedom and and i think like he's he's trying to tell us you know he says he came to set the captives free yes right and he's like i'm trying to tell y'all that following me is true freedom and when i tell you you're free yeah you have to believe me and act on it yeah right yeah it's like I was telling Marcus, like, you imagine a slave, somebody coming up to a slave that's on the plantation, you know, physically there, and being like, hey, you're free today. They're going to be like, wait, what? You know, it's going to be a whole lot of questions first. It's going to be a lot of skepticism, and, and, you, and they'll be told, no, you can walk away right now. And it's like, how, how much, you know, before that person actually walks away? They may end up walking away. But it may take them, it's going to be a little bit of like bewilderment before they actually do it, right? Yeah, yeah. And then once they walk away now, they have to learn how to be free. Right. What does this mean? You know, I could I could go here now. I can drink from this fountain for real. I can talk to this person. I could <laughs> right. say this. Right. It's like, yeah, you can do all that stuff now. Because you're, you're free from the ideals of the world, right? Yeah. So we don't have to conform to what's popular. You're not you're free from like being judged by the 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 popular, you know, and yeah. and what culture says, you know? So it's like even though what we believe and act on may be countercultural, mm-hmm. you're free from Every lying tongue that rises up wow. against you, every accusing wow. tongue, you know, so yeah. you don't have to feel like, hey, you know, I'm uh, opposing what what everybody is is going for. And uh, I don't know how the people at work are going to take it. I don't know yeah. how this it's like, no, you're you're free from that. Yeah. Live in the truth that, that Christ told you to live in and just watch what happens. Right. Watch what happens. Man. You're going to be okay, you know? <laughs> and that just reminds me of that scripture that says, be not conformed to the pattern of this world, mm. but be, be transformed by, by the, the renewing of, of your, your mind. mind. Yes. You know? That's it right there. But yeah, it's like mm. we, we, you're free from like stereotypes, you yeah. know? Man, I just think about like how many different aspects of freedom there are. Mm. Like I'm even free from what I've done in the past because he's forgiven my sins. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm free. <laughs> like it doesn't matter what I've done up until this point. I'm free from that. Uh. You mentioned it earlier. I'm free from God's wrath. Yeah. You know, I'm free from the punishment that was for me. Yeah. That was to come, you know, for my deeds and, you know, all the things that I that I did. Yeah. I'm free from that. Yep. It's total freedom mm-hmm. in Christ. And you're free from like uh putting your trust in the systems of the world, right? Uh-huh. I know you talked about your job and stuff like that, like how you felt like you know you, you were dependent on the job for your I guess your protection, yeah, you know, provision, your and provision all and all that yeah. type of stuff. But right. like there was this scripture that I came across the other day. It's Isaiah 31 through 5, right? Mm-hmm. And he says, What sorrow awaits my rebellious children, says the Lord. You make plans that are contrary to mine. You make alliances not directed by my spirit, thus piling up your sins. Wow. For without consulting Ooh. me, you have gone down to Egypt for help. 
You have put your trust in Pharaoh's protection. You have tried to hide in his shade. But by trusting Pharaoh, you will be humiliated. And by depending on him, you will be disgraced. For though his power extends to Zoan and his officials have arrived in Hanes, all who trust in him will be ashamed. He will not help you. Instead, he will disgrace you. And it's like, that's what the enemy does. He presents himself to be powerful. And in the world, it may look like power. Yeah. You know, you may work for a company that has all this money. And, you know, I'm sure the people at Enron, you know, thought it was it was all good. And they put all their trust in all of this, you know, the slickness of how they were manipulating the system and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it was all taken away. And they're disgrace of wall street you know what i'm saying like yeah. and it's like wow. that's what he's telling you like do not put your trust in anything in the world yeah because it's all gonna reveal itself to be fluff wow <laughs> yeah what else what else what else is there to say My after goodness. that that's, i don't know that's a great man. point i don't know it's uh this this freedom is essential to our walk in Christ and, yeah. and like really truly like understanding like the, the depth of it. Right. Cause it's what he came, it's what he came for. Right. He wanted to see his children freed, you know? So some of the things that we're going to talk about in this series, uh, just kind of want to rattle off a few. Mm -hmm. I'm not even sure. Should we tell them? Should we tell them? Oh, what's upcoming? What we, what we got coming? I don't think so. No? I, nah. Never mind. Nah. Because you know you. people are funny. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all funny out here. <laughs> Forget what I said. <laughs> but I guess we could just say we got some really dope stories yeah. that people and testimonies that people are going to come away and yeah. tell. And it's not going to be what you think. Nah. I'll just say that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's going to really reveal to you how subtle the enemy is mm -hmm. and, and why we have to take our freedom in Christ S seriously. Yeah. And we have to, we have to truly, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, we have to truly acknowledge mm -hmm. like how much bondage we're in and how free we are in Christ. Yeah. And it's like, uh, you know, the scripture says to examine ourselves, to see whether we are in the faith, mm. test yourselves, do not, do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you unless, of course, you fail the test? That's 2 Corinthians 13.5. And it's like a big thing for me in this series is for us to all examine the various areas of our lives mm -hmm. and check for that bondage. Check yeah. for things that, you know, because he said um, in Matthew 10:37 he said anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me mm -hmm. you know and I, and it makes me just want to check everything in my life and go like would I give this up for Christ would I give this up for Christ yeah. or is this something that I want to hold on to especially if you know my brother or sister or or just the spirit just tells me about something that is not of him or yeah. should not be there or you know or shows me a way of mine that's like uh, you need to fix that you know yeah. would i give that up for him would i give up my fruit snacks you know <laughs> yeah you were slave to those fruit snacks, slave bro. to them fruit snacks yeah <laughs> <laughs> mm, mm, mm. but yeah that's it's, it's really that serious is that serious it's really that serious i wanted to read galatians 5 and 1 galatians 5 and 1 says for freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again 
to a yoke of slavery. There it is. Oh, John 8 and 36. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. John chapter 8 and 32 says, and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. And Jesus said, I am the truth. Mm, mm, mm. So don't even, if you go, well, what's the truth? Jesus. <laughs> That's it. It's that simple. It also gives a more well-rounded picture of, of why he came. You know? Mm, yeah. Like, like growing up, yeah. that was something that I think was underexplained in church. Okay. It's like, why Jesus really came? It's like, oh, you're forgiven from your sin. But you didn't tell me that he provided a power mm. to rule over my sin. Right. You just told me that, like, whatever sins I committed were forgiven. Yeah. But I have a power to rule over it. Mm. That's something I really need to know. Yes. You know? Yep. Especially when the word says, he who continues to sin has never seen me or known me. Yeah. And that's Christ talking. Mm. It's so necessary that we understand the fullness, the entirety <laughs> of why he came. Yeah. Right. And so this this is just starting to open up that can a little bit, mm -hmm. you know. But all right. All something right. light. Something light. Something slight. <laughs> Everything's everything. <laughs> everything is everything. Play is blowing in the wind. Cool breeze. <laughs> well, stay tuned. Stay tuned and look out for what we have coming up. Uh, it's going to be, we're going to try and get, I guess, like maybe three to five people yeah. um, in here with us to just give their testimonies and talk about um, what it means for them personally to be free in Christ. Uh, so, yeah, that's what we got coming up. Hope y'all are enjoying everything thus far. Yeah. Hit us up on our socials and all of those good things. Comment, subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> Later. Thank you guys for checking out this episode of the Word in the World podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and repost with the hashtag the Word X the World podcast. Also, we'd love to hear from you, so please send your questions, comments, praise reports, and testimonies. Basically, any and everything. We just want to talk to you guys. Send everything to contact us at thewordxtheworld.com. Have a great week, and be sure to check out next week's episode. Peace. Thank you guys for checking out this episode of the Word in the World podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and repost with the hashtag the Word X the World podcast. Also, we'd love to hear from you, so please send your questions, comments, praise reports, and testimonies. Basically, any and everything. We just want to talk to you guys. Send everything to contact us at thewordxtheworld.com. Have a great week, and be sure to check out next week's episode. Peace.